Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. How do markets perform when you've got the Fed about to pivot or to change the direction? Now, and I want to try and make it exciting to you because I want to I want to educate you on what you're going to be hearing over the next two to three months. It's going to be, I'm going to call it the Charles Dickens tale of two cities, okay? And that's what we're seeing right now. You're seeing a brewing of, of one side of the house saying one thing, the other side of the house, and I'm talking about the Wall Street house, saying another. So it's like two brothers arguing. That's, that's where we are right now if you just want to visually paint the picture. The first version, this is what you're probably going to hear more of as the weeks unfold. Uh, I happen to be somewhat in this camp, but I'm more in the other. Ready? Here we go. So how do markets perform when the Fed stops? Well, over the past 40 years, the Fed has paused seven times after ending their tightening cycles. Following the last Fed rate hike, policymakers held rates steady for about six months on average after that. Now, the range over that time cycle, and I'm looking from 1984 up to 2018, <clears throat> was about a month on the low end to a little bit over a year on the long end. So that's why I'm saying an average of around six months. Now, let's call it six months. That's when they would start to cut rates to stimulate the economy. So that's the pivot. Stocks performed strongly in five of those six instances. And they only declined once, and it was pretty modest. In fact, it was down about 2%. So what sort of areas do well? Well, <clears throat> investment grade bonds. They experienced above average returns as yields peaked a couple of months before the last rate hike. If you look at what just happened, that's pretty similar to what we just saw. Here's something else interesting to think about. Again, this is, this is just all looking at history. Technology was the best performing sector, probably because of easing yields and financial conditions, with the exception of the Fed pause we saw in 2000. You all may remember 2000, the tech bubble burst. I certainly do. I remember my friends packing up their U-Hauls and driving down the street. They lost their house, lost everything. So there's an argument out there right now that a Fed pause can be a catalyst for lower bond yields, which mean higher bond prices and higher stock prices. Now, I want you to contrast that with the opposite, the contrast. This is where I'm going with this. I think the market outlook right now is a lot like what it was about a month ago. We were talking at the beginning of December of how we thought the market had got a little ahead of itself, a little over its skis. And I'm going to call that out right now. I'm going to say that the S&P 500 has gotten a little bit beyond where it needs to be. Because remember, we finished the day uh, on Friday, yesterday, at uh, 39.99, almost 4,000. So just like I warned back in December, uh, I think the market is vulnerable to a pullback, which if you remember in December, it happened. And so I'm again warning you right now, the potential outcome is markets have again drifted out of what I'll call the fundamental support zone. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that conditions have deteriorated dis since December. If that CPI came in a lot worse than, than it did, I wouldn't be saying that this morning. But I'm saying that that was good news. I like it. It just wasn't as good as it could have been. And over the past few days, I think investors have become a little bit enthusiastic welcoming this soft 
because it is soft, economic data. And I just don't think the data right now supports the prices that we're seeing. So the bottom line right now is the macroeconomic outlook is clear. Inflation, economic growth, and the labor market are doing better. But how that data starts to unfold, particularly over the next couple months, is really what's going to determine the next 10 to 15% of this market. You can hear the Protect Your Assets market briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa flash briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash Briefing. The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network.